Welcome to the Dasco, Reverend Randy Impact's anointed teaching ministry. This message is selected from the vast teaching archives of Reverend Randy Impact. As you listen, may you be blessed and imparted with divine wisdom. And now, today's teaching. There are five reasons why people don't win souls. The first is that people don't care. They are in church, but they don't care. Number two, people are shy. The third one is that people are busy. Genuinely, there are some people who are busy. They don't have time. That's why they are not winning souls. Number four, people lack the training and skill. When you talk about soul winning, people begin to wonder, how would I approach it? What would I say? And that stops them from winning souls. So people lack the training and the skill. And then finally, people don't win souls or don't become shepherds because people don't have faith. Soul winning is a work of faith. It's an act of faith. To believe that when I step out there, someone will follow me. You must have a lot of faith. But these reasons are still not excuses. This is why. 2 Corinthians 5.15 This is why these excuses are not acceptable by Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.15 The Bible says, And Jesus died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves. Should no longer live for themselves. So, when we talk about soul winning, shepherding, the work of God, you can't say, as for me, I am busy. As for me, I am shy. As for me, I don't really care about people. As for me, I don't have the training. As for me, I don't have faith. The Bible is saying that Jesus died for all. So that those who live, those who have received the life of Christ, they should no longer. That means that they have the tendency to still live with these excuses. But it's an instruction. He says they should no longer. As a matter of new identity, they should no longer live for themselves. So their life should no more be about themselves, what they can do and what they cannot do. But the Bible says they should live for him who died for them and was raised again. Hallelujah. This is why we can do this. Because it's not about us. When we listen to us, we can't do it. We are shy. But then when we look at what the Lord is telling us in his word, we should no longer live for ourselves. The Bible says our life is hid with Christ in God. I was having this conversation with you today. We're having a meditation time. And, and I said, Lo, do you see what the Bible is saying? That the Bible is saying that our life is hid with Christ in God. That's Colossians 3.3. It says our life is hid with Christ in God. Wow. That means that as you sit here, when we are looking for your life, we can't find it. He said for you died. So if you died, where is the shyness? Shyness died with you. How can you be dead and still have an opinion? If you died, a dead man has no opinion. The Bible says, for ye are dead. The person going out to evangelize is dead. 
If you are dead, where is your emotion? That you went to speak to somebody and they told you, I I'm not ready. And you felt sad. Can a dead man be sad? He said, for ye are dead. Now, God knows that when a person dies and you leave them, some of them can resurrect. So he says, and your life is hid. What it means is that you were buried. God killed your shyness. He killed your timidity. He killed your excuses. And then he put it in a casket, put it in a grave. And he put cement, concrete on it. That's what it means by your life. The life that used to limit you is hidden, is buried in Christ. So when we are looking for you, we can't find you again. We find Christ. We find Christ. Give me that scripture again. It says, he's hid with Christ in God. So it should be difficult for us to find the shyness. If we want to find the shyness, we should go to Christ we should exhaust where Christ has hidden you. And where Christ has hidden you is in God. So the thing is no more there. We are dead. That's why soul winning is a possibility. Soul winning is demonstrated like a shepherd leading a sheep. When you become a cell leader or a shepherd, what God has done is that he has given you his sheep, his flock for you to lead. All of heaven is looking at you. It's a very important work. David said, he leads me beside the still waters. The shepherd leads. He calls the shots. You don't ask, will you come to church? No. You say, tomorrow prepare, we are going to church. The time is 7 a.m. As the person is going to talk, he say, no, please, don't give me an excuse, please. Please, we will go. You can go. You rather encourage the person. Praise Jesus. Because God has made you the shepherd. The sheep does not talk. It is the shepherd that talks. So understand that there's a way to be a shepherd. There's a way to lead people to Christ. Be in charge. Now finally, this whole work of evangelism, soul winning, shepherding, is not a work of sentiment. It's not an emotional thing. You know, there are many people that have the interest. I want to win souls. They go out there. Then they meet one, two, three people. Like my daughter. We went out for evangelism in Kitase. She came back home and she said, Daddy. I said, what is it? He said, I won't do soul winning again. I said, why? That was Sunday. He said, all the people I invited, they told me they would come. They didn't come. I won't do it again. And she was so sad. You see, a lot of us are so sad. <laughs> because we are doing soul winning with our emotions. God never told us to do soul winning with our emotions. Proverbs 11.30 It says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The result of a righteous man. It cannot be taken out of place. It's a tree of life. Whatever the righteous man does is permanent. It's a tree of life. It's permanent. Now, this is where I'm taking your mind to. It says, and he who wins souls is wise. 
the Bible is not saying that you become wise after you have won the soul. No. Wisdom is not given to the one who has won the soul. The Bible is only describing the nature of the people that have this capacity to win souls. He's saying that they are able to win souls because of something in them. Pay attention. That means that anybody that is able to win souls is demonstrating a certain fruit. And that is the fruit of wisdom. What the Bible is saying in effect is that one way to identify a wise man or a wise woman is in the ability to win souls. If the person can win souls, the person is wise. The fruit of righteousness is the tree of life. So it means that soul winning must be approached with wisdom, not with emotions. By the time you are going to win the soul, listen to me, you should see yourself as wiser than the soul. That's what the, the shepherd knows that he's wiser than the sheep. That's what the shepherd doesn't ask. Will you eat or will you not eat? It will be so upset for the shepherd to be asking the cow. Are you okay? Should we go again? Should we go back home? No, 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 no. He said, he that wins souls is wise. So, when you are wise, you don't, you, you, how can you be sad when the person turns you down? It means you go into the game with an agenda. So winners are strategists. They are kingdom strategists. When we are talking about the end time move of God, we are talking about people that God is raising who are so wise that because of them, many will avoid hell. They are kingdom strategists. They, they know how to operate. They know how to capture the souls of people. It takes wisdom to be a soul. A fool can never win a soul. So you don't go in with an emotion. Look at what Jesus said. Matthew 10, 16. It says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So concerning soul winning, this is what Jesus said. He said, be ye therefore wise. Not emotional. Be ye therefore what? Why? Go into the game with wisdom. Have a strategy. Go in with a plan. That's what wise people do. Tell yourself that if this person doesn't come to church, he's wiser than me. That's how you do so winning. And I will not accept that this person, this person who doesn't go to church, how can the person be wiser than me? Because soul winning is a contest of wisdom. By the time you are inviting somebody to church, you will say, oh, tomorrow I have something I'm doing. He is displaying his wisdom. He is trying to escape the ultimate wisdom you are bringing to there is nobody who will not give you an excuse. This is where wisdom must come to play. Then you give them a better alternative. You then begin to engage them and say, okay, what you say you want to do? Is it not your hair you are going to do? You say, yes. Let's go to church. After church, I will go with you to the saloon. That's above wisdom. But you don't get sad and say, ah, he's going to do his hair. Okay. When you finish doing your hair, next week I'll come for you. It means you didn't approach the thing. And a wise person knows that by the time I'm going, all these questions will come up. All these excuses come up. That's how wise people approach it. So, it says, be wise. Because the people I'm sending you to, they are wolves. Do you know who wolves are? 
When you see a wolf and you see a dog, eh, you won't see the difference. Wolves are like um, camouflage dogs. The sinner, that's how he behaves. He's not straightforward. The unbeliever is not straightforward. Jesus loves them, but you are not Jesus. So you can't go so in here and say, Heavenly Father, have your way. Amen. You pray, Holy Spirit, guide me. Then you go out. And then you have a plan and a strategy. You say, I'm coming back with souls. I am going to win at the end of the day. It's a be wise. Because the people are wolves. They pretend. Wolves pretend as if they are dogs, but they are not dogs. They bark like they are dogs, but they are. But it says you are sheep. I send you forth as sheep. That means that the person you are inviting, by the time you talk about church, usually the people think that you don't know what you are about. 100% most of the time. The person who is not going to church always think they are smarter. They know they have a better value for their time. So by the time you introduce, oh, I'm from this church, they begin to have sympathy on you. That's why Jesus said, I intentionally sent you like that. They see you as not smart. They see you as fools. They, that's how they will forever see you. I send you as sheep in the midst of all. So they, they think you are sheep. They don't know you are master. It says, be therefore wise as serpent. Your presentation looks weak, but your wisdom game must be big. And harmless as doves. So at the end of the day, you see the wolf following the sheep. That's the mystery of God. The wolf is supposed to eat the sheep. But at the end of the day, say that this sheep has a mastermind. Bigger than what the wolf has. Now Luke 16, 8. Sum it all. This is the last scripture. I'm just trying to prep your mind that don't go in as helpless people. Go in with a strategy. It says... So the master commended the unjust steward because he had dealt shrewdly, smartly, then full stop. Then he says, for the people of this world are more shrewd than the people of the light. So obviously the worldly people, they look like they are smarter. When you go to their IG pages, they look like they are more intelligent. They look like they have something. It's about time. Tell your neighbor it's about time. In fact, people actually think that church people don't go to university. They think that was already that's why you see last yesterday I asked you to read my my awards, my achievement. Paul said, When it comes to the law, I'm flawless. Why did he say that? Why did the Bible capture that? So you know that you are dealing with somebody who knows what it's about. People are saying, okay, I know somebody, they don't go to church. They have a lot of money. You say, really? So oh, they, they don't use church for anything. Oh, they are serious. Then he will mention some names. Then it looks like, as for us, we don't have anybody. God has people. We are supposed to be the example. We must present the gospel, not in a weak sense. If you are beautiful, take pictures, beautiful pictures, and post it with scriptures. Because Jesus made you so. Don't hide it. What God has given you, let the people know. Let your light shine. The Bible says, if we have any boasting, let it be in the Lord. Amen. So I'm ending this. Let us not present ourselves as people who are not intelligent. We've got it. And we have to show the world the way.
Look at all these beautiful people. Look at all these intelligent people. These are the sons of God. Hallelujah. So let's rise up and overcome the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Subscribe to Reverend Randy Impact on YouTube and all other digital platforms to receive more messages that will transform your life. Stay connected and prosper.